Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Theological Arsonist. I am your host, Jonah Saller, and welcome to the first episode of the new year, 2022. Feels good, um, feels exciting, fresh, a new start. So I'm very excited to make this video. This is a video that I have been, um, or I should say this podcast, because you might be listening to this, not just watching it. But th this is a podcast that I have been wanting to make for the past year. And for various reasons, I have not publicly talked about this subject. I have not publicly made any formal announcement about this. Um, and so today is the day that I've decided that timing has lined up in such a way that I feel it best to make a podcast dedicated to this subject. And that subject is my denomination. A lot of people have asked me over the years, um, Jonah, what denomination do you belong to? And I have been very cryptic with most people, and I've said, well, you know, I'm a Christian, let's leave it at that, or I'm Reformed, and I've left it at that, or, you know, I'm, I'm moving towards a more mere Catholic approach to theology, but I've never really explicitly publicly addressed the issue of my denomination. And the reason for that is that it has been a process. And it started at the very uh, beginning of 2020 when I started to really dig deep. Um, I made a video on this at the end of 2020, my 2020 recap, where I kind of discussed my journey into more Reformed theology, into post-millennialism. Um, and th that whole year was incredibly transformative in my life. I, I went from being really a non-denominational Christian with a loosely dispensational eschatology to a desiring to be confessional Christian um, with a post-millennial eschatology um, and transitioning into more of a covenantal view of Scripture. Now, that was, that was 2020. 2021 yielded an even greater transformation, and it started in October of 2020, believe it or not. So like I said, I have literally been wanting to make this podcast for an entire year, but have not been able to for, for various reasons. So let's start there. 2020, October 2020. In October 2020, I received a phone call from a brother of mine, um, Deacon Chandler Wiley. And, and Chandler, he is a deacon in the Anglican Church of North America, and he recently planted a church in Maricopa, Arizona. Uh, it's, a, it's a little over... Um, a year old, um, and it's a growing congregation in Maricopa. And over the course of 2020, I'm trying to kind of develop this idea of where I stand when it comes to theology. Where do I stand? What do I believe? I wanted to not just be one of those people that kind of, I was a Christian, but didn't have any sort of firm grasp on where I stood. So I, w I was looking. And in in, in in addition to this searching um, just to have something to cling to, I also was looking because my ultimate goal is to enter ordained ministry. I've had a calling on my heart uh, ever since I started posting TikTok videos back in 2019. And th this, this has increasingly grown in me, just this desire to be in ministry, to a desire to serve the body of Christ. And so during this time in 2020, towards the end of it, I was really discerning between like a reformed, a Dutch reformed or a Presbyterian. 
Um, I had kind of slowly moved away from the Baptist view when I came to an understanding of infant baptism and felt that it was biblical. Um, and so I was kind of looking into Presbyterianism, and I was like, that, that might be where I end up. Well, in October, I had this thought cross my head. And the thought was, what about Anglicanism? I've never looked into it. I've never studied it. I don't know much about it. I wonder if there's anything there. And it felt almost immediately after that, that Chandler called me. Now, I had known Chandler through my wife. He, he used to actually work at the church that I am currently employed at. And uh, he, he, so he knew my wife and I met him through, through her. Um, but anyways, Chandler calls me and he, he basically told me word for word that he felt compelled by the Spirit to give me a call because he thought that I was maybe wondering about Anglicanism and wanted to know about it. Now, there's no way he could have known that. <laughs> and so the, this really did feel like the Spirit of God acting in, in this moment and, and opening up a line of conversation. So I had told Chandler that yeah, this is amazing that you're calling me because I was literally thinking about this, wondering about Anglicanism and looking into it. Um, so we started having regular conversations. I started asking him questions about it. I started to, to discern um, basically just where, where do I stand when it comes to these different issues. So he led me through uh, talking about bishops, the role of bishops in, in church government. He started to teach me about apostolic succession. He started to teach me about the Catholic heritage that comes along with Anglicanism that often is lost in other forms of Protestantism. And as I, as I studied this more, it opened up my, uh, it really opened me up to, to a desire to just study church history in general. Because at this point, outside of the Reformers, I hadn't read anybody earlier. I hadn't even really read Augustine, to be honest. Maybe a few things here and there, but it does seem very much that many Protestants, they kind of jump from Augustine straight to Luther, and they, they bypass anything earlier and anything in between there. And so I had this deep conviction um, in talking with Chandler that I needed to study church history. I needed to study it out. I needed to look into it. I needed to read about it. And so I began a deep study of the early church fathers, Justin Martyr, Irenaeus, uh, Papias, all these different early church fathers, more Augustine, Thomas Aquinas. I tried to read as broadly, as diversely as I possibly could. I, I bought books. I bought the Catechism of the Catholic Church. I read different books on orthodoxy. I started to just dive into everything that I had been completely ignorant of. And I figured to myself, if I'm going to stand in opposition to Rome, if I'm going to stand in opposition to these major branches of Christianity, I ought to know why I am opposed to them. And so I started to read more. I started to read the Church Fathers, different contemporary works on Catholicism and Orthodoxy. I started to listen to podcasts, Reason and Theology, Pints with Aquinas. And I tried to broaden my horizons to really come to a deeper understanding of, of these things. And what I found is slowly but surely, my Protestantism began to leak, so to speak. 
I began to to find holes in inside this this thing that I had called Protestantism. I, I found myself feeling like I was I was stranded in the middle of the ocean on a lifeboat that was whirling out of control in the waves. And what I found in Catholicity was something to anchor me. Something that was not driven and tossed by the wind, but something that actually had roots, right? Roots. I think that's so important is, is there's a deep desire for us as Christians to have roots, roots that we can trace all the way back to the apostles and say, this is what they believed and I believe what they believed. And as I studied just Catholic theology in general, broadly, it brought me to a firm conviction, a firm conviction about where I stood and what needed to happen. Now, I've made videos in the past talking about the reasons that I'm not Roman Catholic. I've made videos in the path in the past talking about reasons that I love being a Protestant and love the reformed heritage of Protestantism. And so these were things that I recognized. You can kind of trace through history, and I think it's fascinating to, to read, but you can see this development of doctrine, and then you can see during the Middle Ages this this kind of shift in Rome's theology where they became very political, um, very much a, a, a power structure with a very distinct and strong hierarchy. You can see corruptions sneaking in, doctrines that were never part of the Catholic faith that came into being. And so then you see the Reformation that many people pin as starting with Martin Luther, but you see it forming much earlier than that. You see all sorts of people that were recognizing that, that something needed to change, something had to happen. And so I, I loved those elements of, of the, the Re Reformation that really reclaimed Catholicity. But I also despised the elements of Protestantism that decided to reinvent Christianity as though we didn't have this beautiful heritage that, you know, that was tread down through, through blood and, and martyrdom for many, many years, people giving their lives to pass on this apostolic deposit of faith. So I wasn't about to ignore all of that in exchange for a new version of Christianity. Nor was I going to just settle to become Roman Catholic simply because, you know, there, there's maybe an easier continuity to find there. And so this is where Anglicanism, for me, really popped out. Because Anglicanism has apostolic roots. The English church has, goes way, way far back. The, Ang the Ang English church has apostolic succession we have bishops we have the episcopate uh that that is so important and integral to the christian faith we recognize the importance of church tradition as 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 a necessary mediator of how scripture is understood and interpreted but we also recognize the elements of the reformation that were needed the rec the reclaiming of grace as the, the means by which we are saved, 
the re the 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 claiming again of the Bible as as supreme and ultimate and as authoritative for all. Perhaps my favorite, the priesthood of all believers, the recognition that everybody, everybody is a minister of the gospel. And therefore, there is not this distinction between laity and clergy as though the laity has no responsibility for their faith. I, I just, th these things popped out from the Reformation period, and I looked, and everything that I wanted was found in Anglicanism. I found both Catholicity and the elements of the Reformation that I believe are truly apostolic um, elements. And so I became fascinated with Anglicanism, became fascinated with Catholicity, and as you've seen here on my channel, many of you recognize that there was a dramatic shift in my Reformed theology to this new mere Catholicity that I strive for, which really engages and, uh, and, and really um, integrates elements of what many people would associate with Roman Catholicism and elements of Protestantism. And so I'm sure there have been people questioning and wondering, what is Jonah doing? Why, why is there kind of this mishmash of Protestant ideals and, and Roman Catholic ideals? And the answer to that is Anglicanism. So, that's kind of a brief sketch of this journey that I've, that I've had over, over the past um, year, really, just diving deeper into the Catholic roots of our faith and desiring to be as Catholic as I can. And I would even argue, I want to be, be so Catholic that it makes the Roman Catholic Church look not Catholic. And I think that the Roman Catholic Church in many ways has departed from actual Catholicity. And so I think that that the, the perfect blend is somewhere found right in the middle, and I do believe that Anglicanism provides the best version of that at the moment. So, with that being said, I also want to dive into now what's happening in the future. It's the beginning of 2022, and I, I want to be very upfront with, with everybody, and, and I'm very excited to, to speak on this, like I've said before. But anyways, I, I, I was talking with Chandler throughout this whole period and developing my theology and, and my understanding of these things. And he knew that I had been desiring ordination and desiring to look for um, really a place to, to root down and, and, and plant me and my wife, uh, my family. And so he requested and said, Jonah, I would really love if you and Megan, your wife, would, would come to Maricopa, would move here um, and join our church. And obviously with that would be formation for me, the formation into ordained ministry, God willing, um, working within the church and helping with, with different ministries. And so he asked me this in October, towards the end of October of 2020. And I prayed about it with my wife from October until January 1st of 2021, so a year ago today. And a year ago today, my wife and I decided that we would be uprooting and moving in 2022 this year to head across the country to Maricopa, Arizona to join Emmaus Anglican Church.
um, to be a service to that community and to bring the gospel with us um, as willing participants of Christ's body. And so this is, this is a huge change that's coming up for me and my wife um, this year. We are going to be moving from Illinois. We, we, I've lived here my whole life. My wife's lived here her whole life. Our family's here. And we're going to be uprooting from a place where we've lived forever to move across the country into Arizona so that we can join <coughs> with this church, with this body, to spread the gospel throughout Arizona. Now I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited about this. And like I've said, I've had to, I've had to keep this quiet for over a year due to uh, my being employed at another church. Uh, presently, I didn't want to uh, make an announcement prematurely, but um, it's come a point now where the move is supposed to happen here sometime in in probably May or June of this year. Um, and so, it's 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 public now. Um, we are moving. Um, I am leaving Illinois to move to Arizona and God willing, when we get there, I will be immediately, um, starting, um, the process of ordination, um, working in ministry, um, getting my, my hands as dirty as I can, just doing whatever I can to, to work and, and to help build this church and help grow, um, the Anglican church of North America in, 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 uh, in Maricopa. And so this is so, this is so exciting. This is really, really exciting. And I just, I have to thank God in this moment, because if I look back on my life, and I'm sure many of you watching and listening can, can relate to this. If you look back on your life and you picture where you were, say five years ago, and you look where you are now, it sometimes can be overwhelming to think about the change that's taken place but if i if i do that i am i'm stunned at the provision of god i'm just stunned by it because if i look where i was five years ago i was a strength and conditioning coach training people out of my parents garage thinking and trying to turn that into a sustainable business feeling dissatisfied with the prospect of coaching, feeling like I there was something more I should be doing but settling. And here I am now with a door open for me to go to a church that shares my passion and love for Catholicity, to reach a community that is not very Christian. Arizona is considered to be a, a place that really is a mission field. There's not a lot of strong Christian presence in, in Arizona. And so this is just an incredible opportunity that God has provided me and my family to be able to take the passion I have for ministry, the passion I have to disciple the nations, and put it into practice, put it into practice in a real tangible way. And so this is what to expect in, in 2022. As the months go on, my wife and I will be preparing to, to purchase a home. And in May, we will be packing up our things, packing up our bags, and moving away. It feels, it feels 
strange to say that now because I've been keeping it a secret for so long, but it's, it's, it's so, it's just remarkable. The opportunities that God, that God gives us. And so as, as I go into this podcast a little bit further, it's not supposed to be a super long podcast and I do want to tie it into kind of some plans I have for, for this year when it comes to this online ministry here. But I do just want to share that um, if anybody is looking for a church, if anybody's looking for a church home, I would highly recommend checking out the Anglican Church of North America. Now, no church is perfect. We have our own issues and internal struggles that that we're working through. Um, But when it comes to a church that truly has Catholic roots and desires to be Catholic, while also desiring to be biblical. I think Anglicanism has the best grasp on that right now. We are in continuity with the ancient church. We have bishops and apostolic succession. And we also have a prayer book that is filled with just glorious prayers, um, glorious uh, liturgies, um, glorious uh, statement of faith in the 39 Articles. And just a wonderful heritage that I believe is really a a reflection of the heart of Christ in this world. And so I I really challenge everybody to check it out, to to look into the ACNA if you're looking for a church home, if you're looking for somewhere to plant and and have roots. I've I've found it to be a very rewarding and beautiful experience. Um, And I would also encourage anybody who is up for it, come down to Arizona, join me. Our church would love to, to have you and to um, any Christian that is ready and wanting to make a difference. I mean, I know you guys know I am a post-millennialist, and I believe that we have a command and a commission from Christ to disciple the nations that will be successful. So if you love what churches like Doug Wilson and, and Canon Press and those guys are doing, or Apologia and all these different churches that are really being the body of Christ in the world and carrying it out, Emmaus is going to be one of those churches. Our goal is to, to go out into the community of Maricopa and, and just radically transform it for Christ. And I have faith that Christ will do that. And I have faith that Christ, if he's putting it on your hearts right now, to come, come, join, join this mission. Join, join us as we minister to this community. Now, to, to transition slightly, I do want to transition and talk about the plans I have for this podcast and and this channel going into 2022. I'm really, really, really excited. I have lined up after this podcast, I have some guests lined up that are pretty high caliber guests. I'm really excited to have them. I'm not going to mention their names yet because I don't want to ruin it or you'll see the announcements soon enough. Uh, The videos will be uploaded. Um, Monthly, I have a guest each month, but um, I think you'll be really, really excited for some of the guests that I've gotten to come on and the topics that are being discussed, I think, are really pertinent and important to um, the the advancement of the Christian faith and ecumenical unity today. And so I'm really, really excited about the guests I have coming up. I'm also really, really excited, too, because um, now that I've made this announcement about Anglicanism and my journey into it, you're going to be seeing a lot more of teaching and 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 uh, theological discussion, specifically dealing with 
Anglicanism. So like I might do videos like what is the Anglican view of the Eucharist or what is the Anglican view of baptism? What is the Anglican view of, of scripture and its role or church tradition? Um, all these different things. And so I'm going to start doing a bit more of a deep dive into Anglican specific theology. Um, there really isn't a lot of Anglicans on, on YouTube. There's not really a lot of Anglican channels or Anglican podcasts that are really that have a deep reach. And so my goal is to not transform this to be exclusively Anglican because I, I don't want to ostracize people who have enjoyed my content. But as an Anglican, I'm going to be talking about the things in the theology that, that, that I believe and are important to me. And so, um, if you're interested in learning, I'm going to be, uh, doing a lot more content that is specifically dealing with Anglicanism. So you can expect videos during the week to basically be what they've always been. Me picking different topics, discussing different theological things, sometimes going to scripture, sometimes discussing philosophy and other things like that. Um, and you can also expect, um, exposition of different Anglican distinctives, and as for podcasts, look for some pretty cool videos with some pretty cool guests that are coming on. Um, the, the first one will be releasing next week, so I'm going to have back-to-back -back podcasts uh, for this first week since this is a five-week uh, month here in, in January. So I'll have one <clears throat> next week, and then after that it'll be every other week again starting the first and uh, third week of each month. So that's that's really the the brunt of my uh of my podcast today is really just to share with you that October 2020 God placed Deacon Chandler in my life and through that I have developed into the person and the teacher that I am now and I just pray that as time goes on that through my journey into Anglicanism and journey into a deeper Catholicity and striving for that deeper Catholicity, that that would continue to encourage you um, this year and every year. And, and I, would, I would just end by saying this, and I hate to do this because I don't like being the guy that's asking you for your money, but this takes work to do. Putting podcasts together, it takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort, um, making three videos per week, um, it takes a lot. And on top of that now, my wife and I are moving across the country in a few months. And time is not our friend when it comes to moving. Things are going to come up on us very, very quickly. And the reality is I'm leaving the job that I have here to throw myself into ministry that is not going to be paid for a while. And so really everything that I'm banking on right now is in this ministry. I'm looking for support. I'm looking for people that are willing to give just, it could be as little as $5 a month, but I have a Patreon page and that Patreon page, it has different tiers. There's a $5 tier and it goes all the way up to, I think a hundred dollar tier, but you can pick whatever you want. And in, in turn for your support, I have exclusive content that's given for you. For example, the $5 tier, which is the lowest tier that you can sign up for that tier. I'm giving you a, a morning devotion every single day. You're going to get a devotion announcements, uh, updates, exclusive content that is either giving you a pre a look into things that have not yet been published publicly to YouTube um, a sneak preview, early access stuff, um, 
there's a lot of cool things. And the higher up you go, obviously, you get more um, benefits. But again, I'm leaving my job to move to Arizona. And in order for this to happen, I need more support here. I, I need this to become more sustainable than it is. And so all I'm asking is that you pray and prayerfully consider giving. Um, like I said, as little as $5 a month, that's like what, less than a meal out to eat each month. <laughs> and so again, I don't like asking for money, um, but this is, this is really just a move is going to cost a lot of money. And it would mean a lot to me if my ministry means a lot to you. If you would give um, and support uh, what I'm doing here so that I might be able to provide for, for my family in this time of transition. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to just close there, but I, I want to I wanna read a prayer from our prayer book, the Book of Common Prayer. It's a prayer written by Thomas Aquinas, and it's for a virtuous heart. And I think that as we go into this year, one of the things that we should all be striving for is to to have a heart that is that is ready to go where the Lord calls us, and I I, I will I, I'm going to admit moving across the country it's a terrifying thought. I'm leaving my family. My wife's leaving her family. We don't know anybody in Arizona besides uh, the deacon and his wife, and so this is not an easy transition. But we feel so strongly that God wants us to go here that all we can do is say yes, Lord. And so my prayer for you, my prayer for myself, is a continual um, readiness to do what the Lord wills, to do what the Lord has asked us to do. And so if you would, if you would join in prayer with me now, um, let's pray this together. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Give me, O Lord, a steadfast heart, which no unworthy thought can drag down, an unconquered heart, which no tribulation can wear out. An upright heart, which no unworthy purpose can tempt aside. Bestow upon me understanding to know you, diligence to seek you, wisdom to find you, and faithfulness that finally may embrace you. Amen. Brothers and sisters, thank you for joining me today for today's podcast. Thank you for um, all your support throughout the, the years, um, watching my theology and this channel develop and grow. can't believe that we're nearing uh, 900 uh, subscribers on, on this channel. It's just amazing to see God's provision and, and growth. And so thank you very much. It's Don't ever think that it's not appreciated. This you have no clue how much it means to me that people actually care to hear me talk about the things that are important to me and to share uh, my thoughts about theology. Um, and so I, I really, it means a whole lot to me, and I'm really excited to see how God uses this channel in the future. Um, and I pray, that, um, I pray that it would be glorifying and edifying um, in his sight. So thank you very much, and I'll talk to you guys all in the next video.